Hello everybody and welcome to Sacred Human. This is a sacred space where we consider what it means to be fully human and fully divine. It's a space where we are curious about what it means to embody our light. And it's also a space where we step into the flow of goodness, which connects the earth and the universe, a space where we receive and give love, and a space where compassion leads. Thank you for being here. So hello everybody and welcome to this afternoon's Facebook Live. And I hope you're all having a really nice afternoon. And the weather here in North Yorkshire is variable. It's it's really bizarre. Sometimes it can be really, really hot um, when the sun comes out and then there's a breeze that is keeping it fairly cool. So at the moment, we've just had a break in the... Um, in the cold weather and um, everybody's come out so you will hear <laughs> hear um, voices and my phone is playing up today so I can see people are loading on but I can't see your names so if you could type in the comments um, that you're here that'd be really helpful because I can welcome you because at the moment I just have a little eye with the number of people who are here um, but I can see Anna. Oh, I love the um, mushrooms. They're gorgeous. So hello, Anna. And hola, Sarah. That's amazing. Nice to have you here. Fantastic. And thank you, Joanne, um, that the altar looks beautiful. Thank you, thank you. It's part of the um, talk today. Ah, Petra. Hello there. Welcome. She says hello, everyone. Oh, gorgeous hearts from Becky. Oh, Becky, they're lovely. And welcome to you, Becky. And Joanne. Ah, Joanne from Ashram in the Attic. Fantastic. Hello, Joanne. And our other Joanne, Joe Bartlett. Hello there. Hello, all. Love to all. Gorgeous. And Jackie, hi. Love, love, love your altar. Love, love, love you. Glad you're here. Hope things are settling. And Natalia, vibes of clarity and vision to all from Nat Natalia. That's a really lovely greeting. And Lorna, hi there. Hello from North Carolina. That's amazing. You're very welcome here. Thank you for saying where you are. And Erin sends a big sunflower and says hello to everyone. And I'm just going to share, we also have an honorary guest here, um, really beautiful cat, but it doesn't belong to me. Um, but she often comes and joins um, our garden space. So she's here, but she's being very shy. And hello all, lovely to be here from Annalise. And thank you, Anna, for chiming in with your comment. Just keeping my eye on the cat to see she's come back over. And welcome, 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 welcome to everybody else who is here, whose names for some reason I can't see today. Technology is a mystery to me, a complete mystery. So the fact that I actually managed to get live um, is through um, 
spirit's intervention, not my own human. <laughs> so, and the kitty has seen us. I'll just share her with, with us all as a group. She's gorgeous. She's a forest cat. Um, as I said, she's not mine, but we'll say hello to her. Isn't she magnificent? <laughs> Let's hope she doesn't decide to eat the altar, but who knows? She's certainly going to come and join us. I'll just let her pass through before I begin. <laughs> oh, that was a blessing. Okay, so today then, can you hear the bird as well? <laughs> we have all of the elementals with us today and we have all of the animal kingdom, which is amazing. So today, today we're revisiting, um, come on, Today we're re revisiting um, a topic that we did, I think it was about two or three weeks ago, um, and it's about discernment of soul path and ego path, soul voice and ego voice, um, soul communication and ego communication. So we will, we have already um, done a session on this, so some of it is a recap and a revisiting. But what I really love is every time. Um, someone requests that I speak to something, it comes through in a different way. So hopefully um, you will receive something different this time. And I would really like to thank the member of the group who asked that we revisit this. So thank you. So letting soul lead in your decision making is, well, number one, not easy because we're not used to that. And two, an ongoing process, a deepening in relationship with the soul so that it can lead all areas of your life and particularly around um, around your decision making. And I'll just pause and welcome Linda, hello there, and Helen, welcome, welcome, welcome. So, as a recap then, the ego, the logical mind, the small self, the outer personality we project, is necessary. Okay, I am not of the um, path that vilifies the ego. I am of the path that the ego is necessary because we're in a human body. We are eternal light having a, a spiritual experience. Uh, sorry, we are eternal light having a human experience. However, we still need a healthy functioning ego in order to navigate this um, this plane, this earthly plane. It's when the ego runs the show that um, we can feel that we're not in our most expansive um, way of living and certainly we're not fulfilling that which we know we incarnated to do. So the ego, the ego's voice, if the ego is leading your decision making, this is what you will hear and feel. It's pushy. It's shouty. It's driven by outer validation and outer success. It wants. It freaks out because it believes that there isn't enough. It's self-serving. It's logical and controlling and it causes immense nervousness and stress within the body. 
So if we are faced with a decision and make a decision because we feel like we're being really pushed to do that internally in a shouty way, the muscles are tight, we're doing it out of fear, usually that we believe there isn't enough, and we're looking for people to say well done in the outer world, then we can be pretty sure that we are making a decision from the ego. So remember, the ego, if this is a representation, this altar of the mind, the ego kind of hangs out in the um, lower mind um, and it, 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 it's, it believes that life is bare. I mean, these corn, pine cones are beautiful, aren't they? But that there's not a lot of life within life, that there's not enough, it's empty, it's bare, it's thorny, it's rocky, it's difficult. Oh my word, that's the kind of paradigm, the story of the ego. So it's always looking to fill the kind of crevices, the gaps that it perceives life to be, um, you know, that, that that is how life is, with filling up externally by people saying well done or money or um, what it perceives as safety by clinging and holding on. So that's the ego. The soul on the other hand, the heart, its voice is gentle and quiet. It's driven entirely by, by inner authenticity it gives, it knows that it dwells within abundance, it serves others, it unfolds and trusts, and it is the relaxation, the dropping response within the body. So it's a completely different quality. It whispers, it's quiet, um, it's looking to check it's in alignment with itself, it gives and gives and gives, not in order to receive external validation, but because it has an overflow of abundance in and of itself, because it is love itself. And when we make decisions from the soul voice, we get a dropping and relaxation response within the body. So, the soul is our internal um, angel or however you want to visualize it. It lives from the heart path and it is of the eternal light and lives in the light and goes to the light to um, as its life source. Not money, um, not qualifications, not the job, um, none of that. It simply draws um, it's abundance from from light and the earth. Now, to be healthy in our decision making, we need to have a relationship with both parts of our decision making process. Okay, the ego can serve us because it can give us the structure and um, you know help us navigate this this earthly plane. So we need it. And we need to bring love to both so that in loving the ego, it can then trust the soul and so we'll let the soul be the driver rather than itself.
So how do we actually work with these two aspects of ourselves in the decision-making process and let the soul lead? Well, the first thing is to get to know the voice and the quality of your ego and your soul. So this is where awareness comes in. Observation, mindfulness, paying attention to how the body feels um, when it makes certain decisions without judgment. So noticing what happens as you are approaching a decision, notice what happens in the body when you think certain things, listen out for the quiet nudging, even if it's what the ego doesn't want, <laughs> and really get to know what it feels like to be within a soul decision and what it feels like to be within an ego decision. So observe and practice mindfulness of your body and your mind, your thought processes. The second part of letting the soul lead is to cultivate a, a daily practice of, um, of spirituality. So in order for the soul to lead, we need to get more comfortable with surrender. So your will, not mine. Trusting and being able to tune into the soul voice so it becomes a little bit louder because remember the soul will never force its will on you because that would be the ego. So as it waits for you to connect with it, to share um, its suggestions and path to you. So cultivating a daily practice of prayer or meditation, however you do that, and that could be simply through, as I've said before, chopping the vegetables. It doesn't have to be sitting in lotus position, um, you know, for 20 minutes letting the ego often run the show because it, it chats on it's anything that brings you pleasure in the body okay that can be an embodied spiritual practice and then there's an amazing set of prayers called the change me prayers by tosha silver which is which supports the practice of surrender so when i know that my ego is so strong um and there's just it's running the show big time then I will do a change me prayer. So change me into someone who can surrender. Not, I will surrender, because that's not going to, that just never works. Change me. Change me into someone who can surrender. Change me into someone who can trust. Change me into someone who can live in peace instead of fear. It's such a powerful prayer and meditation. Change me. The third step then of letting the soul lead decision making is to do everything you can to calm your body. It's really hard to let the soul run, make decisions when we are in the fight, flight, freeze, nervous, sympathetic, sorry, nervous system response. So reducing fear in general within, within your whole life, but particularly in your body through breath work, somatic work, self-holding, building, um, nurturing self-touch, relaxation, yoga nidra, whatever works for you, baths, a nice pause with a cup of tea, anything that brings the body into calm allows the, you, the connection with the soul to become stronger. 
The next step is to then be prepared to ask for help if you need it. So a good friend um, or therapeutic help, if you're really stuck in the decision-making process, reach out, ask somebody to mirror back and reflect back to you what you're saying and thinking. Um, so again, just to share from my perspective, from my shamanic training, I have one particular person who I trust absolutely implicitly to mirror back to me exactly what my ego is doing. And she has full permission, because I trust her, to mirror back to me my ego. And my goodness, it can be really painful. And yet, she is such a vital part of my um, um, spiritual tribe, because she does it without her own ego being involved and um, is willing to allow me to feel anger um, when I see myself in my ego self um, and she can hold the space for it to be illuminated so that I can then clear it and then step into the soul um, vibration and path. So ask for help. Then look and ask for signs. So remember, um, spirit and soul will not force but let's say you have a decision making A or B, say, I'd really like you to give me any sign. Okay, please today, can I receive a sign so I know I'm on the right path? And then when you receive what you perceive to be a, a sign, just check it out that it's not coming from the ego because the ego can hijack the soul's voice. It's hilarious when that happens. Um, the ego can hijack um, when we receive signs. Or the, e the ego can go, hey, look, you've got a sign. But just check it out. Is it being sneaky? Is it pushing? Is it, is it the ego voice is actually from the soul? Just relax, relaxation, authentic. Um, re it's the relaxation, really, that is the strongest way of discerning it. And don't forget to pay attention to your dreams. Because, of course, the soul can weave decision-making hints into your dreams. And we did a dream session. So if you want to remember about how to work with your dreams at a soul level, um, I think it was, again, two or three weeks ago, there's a session on dreams that we did. And then, finally, be prepared to be surprised. Be prepared not to get what you think you want. Be prepared to go on a journey that isn't a straight line. Be surprised. Um, and just to share, yeah, I know that my soul, my soul path in this life is to um, share the pathway to the divine. I know that's what I'm meant to do, to share love and the pathway to the, to the divine. But my ego, my ego hijacked this over and over again. So I start off on a path thinking, yes, yeah, this is going to, this is going to be, um, this is it. I'm sharing love and the pathway to the divine. And then I realized the ego's got on board and is micromanaging the situation. And then it gets a very strange taste and sensation in my body that, oh no, 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 that's not, that's not the soul path. The, the, aim is still there but it, the, the path I'm currently taking the method I'm doing at this particular point isn't the right way so it's tricky 
Um, and if we just think it's, I know it's easy for me to say, but it's fun. The soul is curious and light and compassionate and clear and gentle. And if we, when we realize, catch ourselves in that stormy pushing I want and just think, Oop, <laughs> oh dear, I've done it again. Right, change me, change me into someone who can get the soul path. It cuts through any pushing and guilt or um, striving and allows the soul to take the decision-making process um, wheel again. So I hope that answered the question or that the person asked um, how to let the soul lead decision-making processes. And to end, we're going to do a meditation to explore the quality of our ego voice and our soul voice. So if you're staying for that, let's just pause. And I'm just going to acknowledge um, my neighbours, the children. And let's be mindful and accepting of any noise that comes in during the meditation. And then just take a nice deep breath into the very top of your head. And as you breathe down, just imagine that a swirl comes in your mind that just swirls up all of the thinking you've just done when you were processing that information about the ego and the soul. And as you breathe out, just allow the swirl of thought to come down through the body like water going down a plug hole. Breathing in and out and pulling it down through the head, through the nose and the throat and the heart. and the chest and the belly and the womb space and then the base of the spine and the pelvis and all the way down the legs and out through the soles of the feet. So breathing into the top of the head and directing your energy as a swirl all the way down to the soles of the feet and out through the soles of the feet down to the earth. And let's do that once more. Breathe into the top of the head and then breathe out through the soles of the feet and send roots all the way down. Send it down 
to the heartbeat of the earth. Feeling the connection of the feet with the earth. Anchoring yourself into the cradle of her heartbeat. And then just breathing the earth energy into the body so we ground fully. That's it. Feeling magnetized to the earth. And then allowing your awareness to come up through the feet, over the ankles, over the shins and the calves, through the thighs and into the pelvis. Place one hand on the womb space now. Bring your awareness through your womb space and the solar plexus. And move your consciousness into your heart space. And place your other hand on your heart. Sinking with the body. The rise and fall of your breath. And then in your mind's eye, call on the time you made a decision out of fear. When you made a decision out of pushing, out of, I have to do it because there's not enough. And just observe that decision. Notice what it feels like in the body to connect with that decision. I have to do it. There's not enough. I'm frightened to say no. I must. I should. And just notice what that feels like in your body. And if you can connect with how your voice sounded during that decision-making process, then please do so, because that's the ego. See if you can bring that to mind.
How does the ego sound in your mind when it says you must? You have to. And then inhale and exhale that voice out through the soles of the feet. So we're going to clear the energy system. So exhale it out of the body. Take your hands off your body, shake your hands, break the state fully. Breathe in and out. And then place your hands back on your body, preferably with the opposite hands on the heart and the room space. And then sink again into the body, into your breathing. Breathing in and out. And then this time, bring to mind the time you made a decision for the sake of pleasure. The time you made a decision based on love or instinct. The time you made a decision when it felt just right. The time you made a decision based on your intuition, regardless of the outcome. The time you made a decision for pleasure and for well-being. The time you made a decision based on your soul's path. And notice how that feels in your body. Notice where you feel it more strongly. Notice how the muscles react. And then if you can, try and bring to mind what was happening in your thought processes, your thinking, when that decision was made. More often than not, there isn't any thinking. It just drops in. And just try and bring that to mind that, yes. Go on. You're safe. There's enough. And then in this state, ask your soul to intensify, make stronger 
that connection, that you give it permission. And now take a breath into the body, into your hands. And as you breathe out, just loosen your hands and release them from the body. And take another breath in. And as you breathe out, just imagine that you're dropping down to your feet again. And then for the final time, breathe in. And as you breathe out, just open your eyes and orient to the screen or to your space, whichever serves you most. And so all that's left for me to do, hopefully, is turn the screen around. There we are. So I hope that helped. Um, I hope that gave you a, a, a taste I often say taste, but I mean quality of the sensation of the eagle, um, the sound of it, the kind of visual if it appeared that way, the sensation in the body, particularly strong for me, but it might not be for you. It's for you to develop a relationship and mindfulness awareness of when the ego is doing the decision making and the same for the soul. Um, it will have a different quality in the body, a different sound, um, a different kind of way of communicating. So I hope that helped um, to give you an experience of that. And I do apologise for the sound. Um, just to share, that way there was a tractor parked outside the house, um, like a massive one. And basically the tractor just went into the neighbor's garden that way and just pulled up the whole drive. It was really quite spectacular um, this morning. So there's so much DIY going on. It's unbelievable. Um, but I'll judge for the last few days of these daily lives. Um, if the noise seems to be escalating, then we'll go back inside. But for me, that's a really good um, practice of mindfulness because my ego does not want that silence um so I, I always think it's very amusing that the sound just kind of starts at four o'clock it's good spiritual work for me so I, I you know i hope that served you and it would be brilliant if you could comment how you experience that um and how you relate to your soul and your ego so i wish you a gorgeous end of the day um and i hope that you are um experiencing joy at some within your day in some way so from my heart to yours from my heart to yours and from my heart to yours i wish you all the best and i'll see you all at four o'clock tomorrow take care thank you for listening to this sacred human podcast where we explored the experience of being fully human and fully divine. To learn more, go to www.sacredhuman.co.uk or follow us on social media. Go to Facebook, search Sacred Human Group and click join. Instagram at Fully Human, Fully Divine or Twitter at Sacred Human. Thanks for being here.